Warning, we are about to spoil the film Once Upon a Time in Mexico. If you haven't seen the movie and plan on watching it, leave now and come back later. But if you have seen it or you just don't care, then please stick around. That's not true. I think Stephen King still writes books. He does. Probably. I don't know. I think uh, R.L. Stein still writes books, too. That's cool. Nice. I didn't know that. Good for Yeah. He was the author of Ghostbusters, yeah? Or Ghost, sorry. Not Ghostbusters. Fucking, um, what's the name of it? The... Hey, camera, can I edit this episode? No! Uh, <laughs> what was it? But, so... but you have so many on your plate. Shut up. Uh, Ghost. The fuck was it? The fuck was it? The one with the book anthology series for kids. Ghost something. What was it? Not ghost. It's not go- a goose. Goose. Goosebumps. Yeah. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Fucking goose. I could. Mm. Okay. I got dibs. No. No. Just, mm. Yes. No. <laughs> no. You already have the 100th episode Mad Max dare. and fucking the cape. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a better opening joke than what we had planned. Why? Because it has absolutely nothing to do with the show and makes me look like an idiot? <laughs> well, because it's just funny. <laughs> Specifically, yes, because it makes you look like an idiot. <laughs> but okay. oh, fuck it. Just, all right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cinema Roulette. We're here today. And it's a bit exciting because this is the first series on the sellout wheel that we have completed. It's the end. That's it. We've done an entire series. So a a trilogy, the, the, uh, mariachi trilogy or the Mexico trilogy. However, the fuck you want to say it. Yeah. And, um, cause is this one, the shortest series on the wheel? I think just three movies. Yeah, this was, well, this was the minimum a series had to be of at least three. Yeah, because if it's two movies, that's just a, a movie and its sequel. It's not really a series. <laughs> I mean, it's still technically a series, but we wanted to make this wheel stupid long. Yeah, so. exactly, because <laughs> we want something to do for the next five to seven fucking years. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah. I don't have much banter to have here. <laughs> not really. So yeah, this one is the third and last movie called Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And we went quiet. There it is. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. So this this movie was, we'll get into it, but it was fine. Yeah. It's, I was worried this was going to be really bad because we've had a bad run since episode 100. Yeah, it hasn't really been, this is the best so, thus far after 100. So we, we've been, had a little bit of a slump here. Um, like we keep saying, we don't go out wanting to watch bad movies because that's just no fun. 
or bad shows because those yeah. are longer. Yeah, exactly. So we don't go out seeking it. It's like if it's bad, it's bad. Then you get to hear us bitch, which is fun for some people. But it's like that's not the point. But of hey, the if show. you if you do like hearing us bitch, episode one hundred one with Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome mm-hmm. and one hundred and two with The Cape are free on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Hell yes, under Cam Cam. So go check them out. I just we need a soundbite of just shameless plug. Yes, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> We need to have a couple sound bites here and there one of these days. <laughs> but, one yeah. day we'll get a soundboard. We both have soundboards, though. No, I mean uh, one of those soundboards with buttons to play sound clips. Yeah. Not. I mean, yes, we have soundboards. Never mind. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Anyway, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I'll stop being a fucking asshole. Okay, go on. <laughs> fucking pedantic. <laughs> That's Do we need to talk about the author of Ghostbusters? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> nope. Okay. You know what? Should I keep this short? Because this thing gets convoluted, and I don't feel like going down every branching path. That's fine. There are quite a few of them, so she should be good. Okay. We're back in, in Mexico with the El Mariachi, and we got Johnny Depp. Who the fuck is Johnny Depp's character? Hold on, I'll hover over his name. His name is Sands. Sands. Yes. Well, Sands. I'm trying to... Yeah. Not S-A-N-S-A-N-D-S. With a D. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. That isn't going to stop me from playing the Undertale sound. But there's this CIA agent. His name is Sands. He is looking for the mariachi because he... America's doing its thing where it goes to Latin America and it fucks shit up to keep quote-unquote balance. <laughs> he hires the mariachi because he knows the mariachi wants to get revenge anyway. So mariachi is hired to kill an assassin after that assassin kills the president of Mexico. Also, the the assassin killed his girlfriend from the last movie because... For some fucking reason, the 90s and ever since in movie sequels, after people get together, the writers are like, we need a way to separate this. Yeah. I'll I'll get back to that. That cliche fucking annoys me. Mm -hmm. But he's hired to do this. Stuff inevitably goes awry and also every gang in Mexico wants to kill the mariachi because he's very good at killing gangsters. Giant Depp is or Sans, I don't care. <laughs> just call just pick one Hold and on. roll with it. Hold on. I gang I need to do this without commentary. Give me one moment. Okay. Alrighty. Johnny Depp also contacts a retired FBI agent to help he he does. He helps in the end. Yeah. And also tries to get in touch with Mex- uh, a Mexican police lady. But it turns out she is the daughter of a mobster who wants who's paying for the assassination, and the mobster's played by Willem Dafoe. You'd think this is important, but Willem Dafoe gets like three scenes in the movie. Yeah, he's kind of more of just like a background character than anything. Yeah. Um Giant get Giant Depp gets betrayed by her, gets his eyeballs cut out. 
but he still kill gets revenge and kills her and survives in the end, even though he's a bad guy. Hmm. Um, the mariachi has a change of heart, and after gang some mari other mariachi friends who have weapon guitar cases like the last movie, uh, per they decide to protect the president. They succeed. All the gangsters die. Giant Depp lives, <laughs> and the movie ends. Yeah. That's the simple version. This has a lot more plot threads, and I honestly just couldn't care less. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, th this movie's plot is just honestly not... You could ignore most of it. Yeah, because the first... We're going to get to compare it to the rest of the series, because that's another point of this wheel. Mm-hmm. But the other two movies had very simple plots. El, El Mariachi was a mistaken identity. Desperado was a revenge flick. Easy, simple. This one tries filling in government conspiracies, double, double, double agents. It's just too much. And also a full on civil war, which it, I just I just want guitar cases and action, guys. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like it, it tries to throw way too much in there. Like it, it, it almost goes like Metal Gear Solid in a sense where they try to throw all this shit in there. But <laughs> except no one has a gray enough ass. Exactly. But and Metal Gear Solid was you could still like have fun. And the plot, the, the fun part of the fun with that was the plot because because the plot was nonsensical, but it's still kind of focused this movie felt like the the pacing and stuff like that it felt like it didn't have as much focus honestly it kept trying to do all these different plot threads and shit yeah the pacing just felt really off for some reason yeah. just, like because it i'll say it has a nice enough balance of talking scenes and action it doesn't feel like it goes overboard in either of them yeah it has a good balance of both if i'm being honest and the action when it does happen is really fucking cool <laughs> yeah but something about it just doesn't flow nearly as well i think there's too much moving around mm. like we're we go to all these different villages or cities in mexico while the other movies were pretty self-contained in one area yeah, it felt like they kind of almost like bit off more than they could chew. Um, well, not not really that. That yeah. wasn't the right thing, but it, it's like they, tried they just really wanted to use that budget. Um, actually, that kind of reminds me a little bit. I know this is a really weird comparison, but of like the difference, one of the differences between the original Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood is that Brotherhood just tried to be all in this world and stuff, and the original was just focused on the story. <laughs> yeah, and because in the original. Well, the Alchemist series, it is just about uh, Edward and Alphonse, but they they try to focus on the entire world and all the war that's going on in that world in Brotherhood, which, yes, I know is more based on the manga, but you can still compare it to things. Shut the hell up. Yeah, exactly. We'll get to it. Oh, we will. Someday. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that that's one of the biggest problems with this movie. And I know one of the biggest complaints is um, was the con very convoluted plot, and rightfully so. <laughs> Yeah, the I will get the other complaint out of the way of saying the mariachi becomes a side character in his own movie. I didn't have that feeling. He's well, in it enough. <laughs> he's in it enough. It's just he does kind of disappear in the middle of the movie for a little bit. 
Yeah, there's a solid 20 minutes where he's just gone, but with how many characters that are in here, that makes sense. Yeah, they wanted to ba- they wanted to more balance it because I know one of the biggest things that Robert Rodriguez said is he wanted this to be his good, the bad, and the ugly. Like he kept like kind of hammering that in in all the in like interviews and stuff, which is not. I, I can see that what he was trying to do because good, the bad, and the ugly was you know three characters: the good, the bad, and the ugly. But it was more focused than this movie, so it didn't really. I don't think of comparing this to good, the bad, and the ugly is a, a, that good of a comparison in my eyes, but. Who would be the third person? You have the mariachi, you got Johnny Depp, and who who would be the third? The retired FBI agent, I guess? Yeah, I have no idea. That's that's the problem there. So, Because no one else gets nearly enough screen time to be the third person. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of screen time, the villain is so much weaker in this movie. Because in the other movies, and you said this a little bit afterwards, too, is you kind of got to know the villains and how their kind of twitchy reactions to everything and how things kind of worked in the criminal underworld. But this one is just generic crime villain number 25 or something. Yeah, well, the foe's like, I'm evil and I want to get away with it. And it's like, okay, I almost got away with it. Cool. I'm dead now. Oh, Oh, okay. Good. And it, he really is just, like, one of the most generic, like, you know, drug kingpins where he lives in a fancy villa and he does evil things. You know, he, like, takes piano lessons, but if he doesn't like it, he chops his fingers off. <laughs> yeah, he kills people at random. What? It's whatever. It's, like, it's really sad. It, what a waste, man. Like, you have Willem fucking Dafoe, and this is how you use him? <laughs> yeah, that's also fair, because Willem Dafoe... Uh, I know this is a weird comparison, but Willem Dafoe was in the first John Wick, and he he probably gets slightly more screen time in that than this, yet his character is still interesting in that. Yeah, it's like Willem Dafoe is one of the most charismatic and interesting actors of just period, just still working nowadays. Like, he's very weird. He's kind of like Nick Cage where he just does all this weird shit and it's just kind of awesome, but... <laughs> I know I had a list one time, but I forget who the third person was because there was Nick Cage, Willem Dafoe, and someone else. Mm -hmm. Tim Curry. Tim Curry, yes. (laughs) Like, that would be the trinity. Nick Cage is the the general population cult favorite. Yep. The cult cult favorite is Tim Curry. And then the odd middle ground of the sort of underrated cult actor would be Willem Dafoe. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I, I just think he's just not allowed to do enough with his character in this movie, honestly. Yeah. Also, I will I'll admit a uh, fuck up. Our file didn't... Our, I forgot to um, give the subtitle file, so for the first part of the movie we didn't know what was going on since everyone speaks Spanish. Yeah, well, not everyone speaks Spanish, but they're like half the dialogue is in Spanish. So, yeah, for at least the opening of the movie. Yeah. And they do switch back and forth quite often between that. And <laughs> we, did, we didn't know how to get the subtitles on there, but eventually we was like, oh, there, that's how you do it. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Too bad my totally legal DVD rip had that problem. I know, right? <laughs> What are the odds of both of us having the same issue? <laughs> um, 
I'm glad that it was taken care of. Uh, I mean, and of course, Antonio Banderas is always great as the mariachi. Like, Jesus. Oh, yeah, he does fantastic. He's still fantastic as mariachi. Hell yeah. I mean, I'd say Willem Dafoe is definitely the weaker part just because he's the villain. But everyone else does pretty good. Even Johnny Depp is really enjoyable just with how fucking weird his character is. Yeah, this... Again, this could try to tie in way too much. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, what was his girlfriend's name? Because they never say it. Car- Carolina. Car- Carolina? Carolina just gets killed in Flashback Land and apparently had a child and is killed in Flashback, which is also killed in Flashback yeah, Land. This is kind of just glanced over a little bit, really. <laughs> Yeah, the Mariachi series is really weird in the sense that every sequel has all this backstory that was never mentioned in the movie prior. Like, El El Mariachi was fine in that regard. Like, Desperado... um... Desperado had his two brothers who also had weapon guitar cases that just suddenly exist now. Apparently he he didn't call on them to attack the big gangster. Yeah. I think he had. I think he found those friends afterwards. But yeah, I don't no, because they show a flashback in Desperado of him playing guitar with them. Oh, I I assume that was after they murdered the wife and kid because I thought I thought you saw the scars when they did that. No, I'm talking in Desperado. I know. The wife and kid were murdered in this movie. I was talking about when his first girlfriend was murdered. Oh right. No, because it was beforehand, because throughout Desperado, he can't play guitar. Which they kind of retcon in this movie, which is weird. <sighs> well, no, he played guitar in the opening fucking scene. Yes, because that was beforehand. Was it? When he was like, when the credits popped up and he was playing and all that? Yeah, that was flashback land, because he oh. didn't even have the injury on his hand. I thought he did. I I don't know. I took that as being current day. Okay, <laughs> my bad. Okay, we're, we're clear now. <laughs> canon is complicated especially when you keep fucking changing it yeah. <laughs> that's why with james bond just ignore it mostly <laughs> i'm good even though they deny it i'm going to just say it's a code name yeah which still wouldn't make sense but hey we'll get to that right now we're fo- trying to focus on this <laughs> i mean it makes more sense than saying it's all the same guy it does <laughs> but um but and that's just Desperado. In this one, he has two other mariachi guys who they, he just acts like he's known forever, but again, was never mentioned. Like Desperado, I was fine with it because there they wasn't they didn't really play a huge part. They just kind of showed up in the ending, and I was like, okay, that's just a fun action scene and a cool cameo because they got the original mariachi for that. But yeah, <laughs> this one it, they are given much more screen time. It's like, oh yeah, I'm getting my crew. I've known these guys for years. Of course, I'll get them here. Uh, and we've never seen them before this movie. <laughs> One of them's a drunk. The other is played by some pop star, I guess. Enrique Iglesias. Yep, whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> Makes really shitty music. Can debate cutting that one out, but... <laughs> uh, I don't... It's your opinion on this I music. Know. I don't fucking know what you mean. <laughs> I know. But, uh... Yeah, it's and it, I don't know. It is weird, but yeah, the wife and the kid is really strange because it just that just kind of happens between movies. It's like Desperado, he rides off with her into the sunset, yay! And then next movie, oh yeah, by the way, they got married, had a kid, now they're dead. 
and now they're dead and he wants to get revenge on this guy who you never knew about. Yep, who he, and that's another problem. The villains. We didn't know the villains beforehand. Like in Desperado, it was the guy who killed his wife and fucked up his hand. In this one, it's like just this general dude who murdered his wife and kid between movies, which we didn't see. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Just kind of exists. He's evil. Yep. He does. And he does. Also, with the killing of the wife, that fucking annoys me because it's such a shitty way to raise tension yeah i mean okay the main way i hate it is stuff like jurassic park where it's like these two broke up between movies and now they're gonna try to get back together that's the worst fucking writing and i hate it anytime it happens hello there uncharted series how are you hi uncharted series hi dead space 3 (laughs) it is a very annoying cliche it's like oh yeah we're back together now but the next game oh we broke up between then there's some kind of fight we had and we don't know how to write a relationship (laughs) after they get together so we'll just break them up it's just such a generic way to add like unnecessary drama to the whole thing like yeah and also here it doesn't add well besides the unnecessary drama it doesn't add anything to the mariachi he's like i'm doing this for revenge but he's not acting out more angrily or anything he's still completely level-headed and just the mariachi as usual yeah but then at the end he's like oh well i'm for mexico or something like that but (laughs) i don't know neat neat great he's a freedom fighter awesome (laughs) yeah that is one of the biggest (sighs) issues with the movies the pacing and that so um. yeah and the characters just don't work well mm-hmm. like they're acted fine it's just the script doesn't allow them to reach any yeah. full potential like el mariachi is fine because you already know his character and he does a fantastic job johnny depp's character is pretty well developed you get to know him fairly fairly well <laughs> he should have been dead though <laughs> oh he should have been totally <laughs> Like, they take his eyes out and then shoot him in the leg, and then he gets shot again. Just fucking hell. <laughs> but uh, he made it, apparently. Apparently it's fine. Apparently just ta- ripping your eyes out of their skull and then getting shot multiple times. Oh, you're fine. You can just heal from that. <laughs> you can't kill me. I'm joined up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's probably the mindset behind that. Um Anything else negative that you can think of? Because those were my biggest issues with the movie, really. Um, the other part is a mix of positive and negative, but we would have to talk about the action scenes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so segues are hard. <laughs> Let's do it anyway. <laughs> uh, the action in this one is probably the most over the top of the series, which is so like. There's a scene where the uh. The mariachi's friends use bullets that are apparently stronger than armor piercing. And this just basically means it's a pistol with a fucking force push. It just launches people across the room. It's fucking great. (laughs) The mariachi's double barrel works at any range. All the pellets always hit enough to make a giant dust cloud. It's it's just over the top and fucking insane it's great like it's psycho bonkers crazy like that opening the one of the flashback scenes where they're chained up in bed and then they like go out the side of the building and they keep like jumping while one hangs on and going back and up and down i'm like oh my fucking god (laughs) oh yeah because the villain cartoonishly like put this big 
prison chain attached to them, so they're swinging around and and shooting at bad guys. It's it's fun. And that was the point I knew. I'm like, this is some stupid fucking bullshit, and I'm down for that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the action scenes are fucking great. You can definitely tell they got he had a much bigger budget even from Desperado. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing I love is when the mariachi does get revenge, he literally blows the fucking kneecaps off the villain. It's brutal. Like, you see, like, his, all that's left is basically his bone and some muscle, and he just, like, collapses and, like, it bends backwards because he can't support it. It's brutal as fuck and awesome. <laughs> yeah, the gore is definitely upped in this one, too, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I felt they were about even in both movies, but yeah, the gore is still good as usual. <laughs> I think there was more detail here. Like, Desperado had more blood splatter, but this mm -hmm. one had more gory effects, yeah. if that makes sense. And the makeup on Johnny Depp's eyes when they ripped out was really good, too. So <laughs> that was, And the guy with the eye patch, he also yeah. had very convincing uh, eyeless makeup. Because I was wondering who that was. That was Cheech Moran. Oh. He was the bartender with the stuff hidden in his eye. <laughs> yeah, apparently the bartender from the from Desperado survived, which is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my kind of problem with the action is with the other two movies being so grounded, it doesn't feel right for the series. If this movie was its own standalone thing, I feel like I would enjoy it more. But the fact it's connected and I can compare it to Desperado and El Mariachi, it hurts it. It really does. It's really a hindrance to it because like, I mean, the other two movies are stupid as fuck too with the action. Like the action scenes are really over the top, but you're right. Even compared to them, it's way less grounded and way more silly. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Desperado has the scene where uh, they keep trying to grab different guns that are out yeah. of ammo. That's funny. That's a bit that's over the top enough, but also still grounded in a sense of reality. Yeah. In this one, you have the fucking mariachi jumping off the balcony of a church while he one hands yeah. a double barrel shotgun and crashes down onto the pews. It's again, it's fucking great. And I loved it, but it, it, I just knew that this was going to be way more bonkers than the other one. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, he's able to just scale that whole thing, by the way, just in a second. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just rushes up that fucking thing. Like, he shoots at somebody, and they, like, turn around, and they turn back, and he's just already, like, halfway up the fucking balcony and jumps into it. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm not, and we're not talking like, oh, he took the stairs or a ladder. No, he just climbed the wall like goddamn Spider-Man. Yeah, honestly. Like, you know, like in a theater or in a church where there's a second story up top? He just jumps up the pillar and climbs up that. It's fine. <laughs> And I think the other problem with this action is the story. Since the story is more about the people trying to plan around this assassination, it feels a lot more serious, which just doesn't connect well with the silliness of the action. Yeah, it just it it kind of contrasts a bit too much. Like it feels like a different movie almost. It's weird. That's the word I was looking for. Contra there were a couple scenes that felt like that. Like when the fake FBI agent was captured and slightly tortured. It's like, oh, hi, completely different tone and movie. Yeah, honestly, it just it conflicts is a, the best term for it. It conflicts with one another. <laughs> like, yeah, 
it, it, it just kind of doesn't work. And it's like, I, it, it wasn't horrible, but there were moments where I noticed it. So it's like movie, m- make up your mind a little bit. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Decide on a tone. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, me and Justin, we love our stupid over the top action movies, but <laughs> I don't know if we've covered enough. We need to do that sometime. We do. Maybe, uh, Next time we need a dealer's bet, we'll talk about shoot 'em up. That'll be fun. Ooh, yes, that'd be a fun one. So yeah, I think that's about it we have to say on this movie. Yeah. It's fine. Like I feel a little bad because we like we did kind of shit on the movie a little bit, but it's it just it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but everything else is just kind of above average. Yeah. And... So sorry. <laughs> So, like, I guess maybe the camera works cool, but it was cool in Desperado and El Mariachi as well. So there's not much new to say here. Because that's the problem is it doesn't really stand out at all. It doesn't try anything new or different. It's just, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it just kind of sucks that the series kind of fizzles out. That's about it. Yeah. At least it didn't end on a bad note, because there are series that have done that. So (laughs) True. Mad Max almost did. Almost. (laughs) That that was a close call. Oof. Uh but zoo wee mama <laughs> zoo wee mama all right i think that's a good note to end our review <laughs> yep, right there that's what we end on that just like was, so what are our final thoughts on the movie zoo wee mama <laughs> yep that's right a diary of a wimpy kid reference <laughs> uh, uh all right so oh that means it's gonna be time to get to the sellout wheel woohoo there we are okay so again we're on the sellout wheel this time we're down to uh 15 series now Mm -hmm. um this is the third one we're going to be cover out of eight usually we do four but we're trying to get through this a bit faster before we get to the director wheel yep if you want to know what's on director wheel listen to episode 99 (laughs) where we horribly mispronounce one of the director's names and some of their movie titles. Yay. (laughs) Oops. Oopsie poopsies. Anyway, it is time (gasps) to spin. Spin. Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh, what'd we get? We're gonna go. Okay, we haven't gotten anything new yet. Because we still haven't done, like, half the wheel. Uh-huh. But we get to go to Mission Impossible 2 now. Yes! Oh, this is going to yes! be dumb. This is going to be stupid as fuck. Yes! All right. I am Okay, we, so we go from one over-the-top action movie to an even more over-the-top yes. action movie. Let's go, from, let's go from what felt like a John Woo movie to an actual John Woo movie. I was about to say we off uh I was about to say off camera, off podcast, off mic. I don't that's know. That's works too off camera, that's fine. I get what you mean. <laughs> anyway, when we w- were just talking, we were kind of comparing Robert Rodriguez to John Woo with how over the top the action is, and now we're going to watch an actual John Woo movie. Yes, I am down for that. <laughs> Can John Woo do a, a spy thriller? In a calm manner? No. The answer is no, plain and simple. The answer is no. We're not going to wait till next episode to tell you that. No. Yeah, no, it's he, he can't. And that's why it's fucking great. 
He's incapable. Uh, we're gonna have fun. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm excited for this. Alrighty. Uh, but next episode is uh, Star Season Three, Part One, probably. Mm-hmm. And then we will get to Mission Impossible Two. Yay! <laughs> All right, so we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow us on Twitter, at Roulette Cinema. If you wish to follow our hosts, Justin is at JKPancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at CameronPix, Inc. on Twitter. If you wish to watch a video version of the podcast, it can be found on the YouTube channel, CamCam. Thanks again to Teller's Place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails. And if you enjoyed the show, please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app you use. 